0: And Dave, back once again this week to preview the Philadelphia Eagles coming to U.S. Bank Stadium in a contest against our beloved Minnesota Vikings. It should be a good one. How you doing, Drew?
1: Beautiful, man. Beautiful. I'm watching this baseball game, and it's 13-1, to and I'm thinking... At what point in the game does the one manager just look over to the other dugout and kind of give the guy the wave and call it a day? And <laughs> the other manager says, hey, Bill, you want to just – yeah, yeah, want to come over later for barbecue? Yeah, I'll fuck this game. You know when they... Come on. Ted, what game is that? It's game five of uh, – the. Let, let Ted tell you. It's his team.
2: It'd be the National League Division Series St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> against the Atlanta Braves. And when it when it went to eleven nothing, I started playing uh the night they drove old Dixie down, got <laughs> <by> my iPod. <laughs>
1: what an ass whipping this is.
2: Hey, cool. I'll tell you it's been a great sports day for me because not only are the Cardinals whipping, uh, but on on base today, I work out at the of uh, the base here. The the Stanley Cup came to the base and it was they set it up in the building right next to where I work at the dining facility, Dave, You you remember yeah, where that I is. I remember. Um, and so, like, it's my building and then the dining facility and then the building right after that is where my youngest grandson, Josh, uh, his, where his daycare is. Him. So I went and picked up my grandson, Josh, and we got our picture taken with the Stanley Cup today. Man, cool.
1: that's a, <laughs> that'll be a classic photo in the Glover household till forever.
2: Yeah, he's gonna make his brother and his cousin jealous. But I mean, they were in school, so what can you do? I saw that
1: photo, man. He couldn't get any happier. He had such a happy look on his face. That was awesome.
2: The the lady took like a series of three pictures, and I, it's kind of I, I thought about putting all three of them. The first one is like he's got his face like like that, <laughs> and then he's kind of looking at the cup like, "What's this?" And then he's like, "Ah!" Like that. It was great. It's pretty cool.
1: Excellent,
2: dude. Right on. So it's a good day for St. Louis sports. Well, hey. how are you doing? Me? Yeah. Both me better I'd be against Law.
1: Let's fight this <laughs> Just <like the> candle. <laughs> all right. On that note, Philly's coming into town. Can we please get two wins in a row? Please. Can we win two games in a row? I hope so. I, I hope so. This will be an interesting interesting battle because all our home games so far have been against Scrubs. This will be our first test.
0: Well and doing some research today. They, they're about equal to us, maybe a tad bit better in the rankings, but Vegas has us three points favorites, and that's got to be because of the advantage we have playing at US Bank Stadium and our fans, our fans are fantastic. They get loud and they get in the head of quarterbacks and they must do that this Sunday. If we want a chance to win
2: well the uh, the, the the Eagles uh, have a pretty good track record at US Bank Stadium a, a, as I recall against the Saints in, in the Super Bowl
0: <laughs> yeah but that wasn't Minnesota Vikings fans cheering <laughs> so cheering Minnesota Vikings True, no, think about it. I, I, you know I what what do they say
2: Vegas Vegas gives three points. The home, home uh, the home game is worth so three that, points in. in
1: you that know, would make even. So Vegas thinks between two, two and three points, home. your home home field
0: depending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now one thing I did notice, their defensive front seven against the run is absolutely brutal. Yeah. So far this season,
1: it's only averaging sixty-three yards a game so far. Uh, I mean, they haven't played any, you wouldn't consider top-tier teams, but number no, one against the Green run Bay. is number one against the run, So, which presents another thing, guys. If the, number one against the run, we're all of a sudden we're going back to Soldier Field, Mr. Glover, about shutting our run down. How do we win the game? Because we didn't have a plan in Soldier Field. And, and like Roy Scheider says, I don't plan on going through this again. Because I don't intend to go through that hell
2: again. <laughs> yeah, I um... – they're going to get eat up and spit out by a shark too if they don't figure it out. Um, that was that was a Jaws reference, right, Royce? Yes, yes,
0: yes, very Thank
1: good. Thank
2: you. <laughs> you, saved me.
1: You saved me. I, don't, um, I don't think I got the quote right, but you know where I was coming from. You got yeah, it. Yeah. Um. No, you're right. Uh, it was.
2: You know the key. The key to teams beating Minnesota when they've lost is put the ball in the hands of Kirk Cousins, make him. And in the two losses, he hasn't. Uh, when and even even that loss against Green Bay, Dalvin Cook still ran for 150 yards, but they were down so much so early so that quick. they still had to pass more than they probably wanted to get that get that run pass split early. Um, so yeah, it's really imperative that the Vikings have a plan in case Dalvin Cook is shut down. And and it's and this is no this is nothing disrespectful to Dalvin Cook. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. But but if teams really He's want to if 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 teams really want to, they can take away what you're good at. I mean, Bill Belichick's famous for that. But if and if they take away what you're good at, you have to be able to counter. And so far, Vikings haven't been able to. If they can, man, I, I think they're going to be a pretty good football team because we saw what Kirk Cousins can do when he's comfortable and he's throwing the ball and 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 he's kind of in a rhythm like we did uh, like we saw against the Giants. So if if he can do that, if he can keep that level or or comfort level, whatever the word is, guys, the Vikings have a chance to be pretty good. But again, Kirk
0: Cousins, which, which, which one is going to show up, which one is going to show up, Dave? Well, did you see his podcast this week that he said he was pissed off going into last week's game? And he was in that, you like that mode and that he plays better pissed off. Did you see what's, um, Coach Zimmer responded today with?
1: I don't listen to what Coach Zimmer has to say anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zim said, if that's the case, I'm going to piss him off right before a game. that be be block management? How's he going to piss him off? <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll probably tell him, you know, he's, if he doesn't do well, he's going to put Manny in it. Uh, I do he He'll do something have to piss a him
1: choice. Off. If they shut the run down, the only other choice you have is to try to win the ball game oh, through the through air. The air. I mean, now,
0: the that's the Eagles' Achilles' heel, is that they've given up quite a bit in the air. They're 27th
1: and pass defense. Yep. And they're it, number one against the run. So it doesn't take a genius to figure out how you're supposed to attack these guys.
0: Right. As long as the offensive line can give – cousins enough time to make at least you know one or two quick reads and then dump it over the top of that seven we should be golden and then on the offensive side as long as the crowd is going absolutely nuts our defense should be able to do their work i would think yeah one of the
1: strange uh Uh, numbers that I looked at have been noticing since I've been crunching numbers, The, the Eagles offense is 24th in the league, which is, you know, bottom, bottom end, but they're seventh in scoring and averaging 28 points a game. Usually that balance, usually that doesn't go together. Usually if you're 24th in overall offense, you're pretty low in scoring too, but they're managing to get almost 30 points a game. Maybe that's the teams they're playing. I mean, they played the skins, the jets. I mean, they didn't, they played a, They played some scrub teams. They beat that team from Wisconsin on the primetime game that we we watched. But uh, the Vikings' defense is really – and we moved up another two spots, Ted. We're up to fourth now. So we're only, what, giving up 14 points a game. So the defense.
0: That's good. Yeah, we're all giving up 14 points a game. And for so, those that you don't know what we call the Mendoza line, the Mendoza line is 17 points. If the defense holds the opposing team to 17 points or less, the Vikings win 99% of the time.
1: We want, we've, we've hit it four times. The 1% happened to be the bears, the bears game.
0: game. That was it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, there's just some good numbers. The Eagles, a big number for me this Sunday is going to be the third down the third down play, the Eagles are number one in the NFL in third down offense, 52% number mm. one. And we have the number nine ranked defense in getting teams off the field on third down. So third down Ted Glover is where you're going to crunch. It ain't going to be no Yadier Molina. It's going to be crunch time, baby.
2: <laughs> no, no, uh, no bat flinging in the bottom of the tenth after driving in the winning run. was <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <Wrong> <laughs> anyway, um, you know the the thing that the thing that bothers me or worries me is is what kind of team the Eagles have. Drew, you mentioned they won in Lambeau, and that was a really good win. But they also lost their their two losses. They lost at home to Detroit, and I I think Detroit's actually going to be a pretty good team. So I, I think at the end of the year that's not going to be a bad loss. But what is going to be a bad loss is they lost that either Sunday night or Monday night game. To the Falcons, and the Falcons just look like a terrible football team right now. So I, I don't, you know.
1: They, so like they, the Vikings, they don't show up a lot. The Eagles. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, it kind of, it kind of maybe seems that way, and I, I don't know. And this is weird. This is kind of a, a Ted thing, and I'm probably way off on this, but I, I think Carson Wentz is the better quarterback, but I think the Eagles were a better team
1: with Nick Foles. Can't argue with that. Is that, does that make sense to you guys? They just seemed to play a lot more in the flow. They played a lot more confident when Foles was in there. It was very weird, very strange. I agree yeah. with
0: you. Well, okay. we've had that. We know how that works. In well, Foles, yeah. It's history an, with Case and Teddy. To an extent. It's but, not, I mean,
2: they had it. They went. They came back the next year, too. And, and what, Wentz got injured again. And then uh-huh. Fultz
0: he was injured uh, for last a year's game against the Vikings.
2: Yeah.
0: And, yeah, what, and, beat and they,
2: uh, um, they beat the Bears in Chicago in the playoffs last year. So I – huh? We won we last year. Oh yeah, we beat them last year, but
1: – Yeah, that, so that's – uh,
0: Yeah, lose, I know.
1: So what? You can't you can't come out and lose – if you lose games to the Falcons, you're certainly not where you're supposed to be because they're terrible. But uh,
0: – Right. Yeah. So wow. I – and yeah, but on any given Sunday in the NFL, the worst team could beat the best team. But they've been playing better of late. Isn't
1: it uh, they, they beat that team from Wisconsin and then last week the Jets back to back. So I mean we we all know the Eagles can the Eagles can beat you pretty they can beat you. They got a good yeah. team. They're yeah. not a slouchy ass team. This isn't, you know they're gonna come in, they're heavy D against the run. It's like the Vikings. Like we always say, a lot of times with the Vikings, we just can't beat ourselves. And I think that's in the, this is going to be another game where, if we play a clean game, I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. But I think we can pull it out. Yeah, I do
0: too. Uh, yeah, I agree. Some of the talk this week has been about Xavier Rhodes. Is he falling off the cliff? Is he too slow? And how soon will Mike Hughes replace him? What do you guys feel about that sort of talk?
1: Drew? Um, I don't is, – is it – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Drew. I don't think you can base anything off a little – a few games we've had this season. I, I can't really give an answer until we get more towards eight week or weeks, eight or nine. I mean, the guy hasn't had some pretty very good games, but you know what? I, I, I just still a good corner. I mean.
0: would that look like? Emphatic. What about well, you, Ted?
1: Or enthusiastic? Um,
2: I, I don't think he's the cornerback he was. I don't think he was the cornerback he was in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think those, you know, he, he kind of, he goes off the field for nagging injuries all the time. And I, I just kind of feel those are maybe starting to take its toll. He's still very good. I, I don't think he's he's roads closed good the way he was in like 2016, 2017. No. But, but a, still he's still quarterback one, and he's still better than, what, 75% of the quarterbacks in the league. Um, is Mike Hughes going to take his job? I, I would think if Hughes gets that good, he would take Trey Wayne's a spot first. But that's just – and I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though.
0: Mm. We got
2: Wayne, a good supply Wayne's, of corn.
0: Wayne's has played pretty decent so far this season. It's not spectacular. He's not always on pass coverage. He's not. He's not been like Rhodes did two years ago, but especially against the run, he's decent. He's played. Wayne's has played better than Rhodes has. You put our stable of corners up
1: against anybody in the league, as far as I'm concerned, we got a good group of cornerbacks, and they get all back in a three what three weeks? Right. Yeah. Most teams have one corner that's decent. Right. I think we have like three or four that are above average. So uh, I mean, I mean we're, virtually we're, all we're, of them.
0: And if you include um, Jaron Curse as a corner, we, we have the, we have an outstanding bunch. We're the
1: sixth best pass defense in the league, and I know. I oh, know we've Dave. Got a lot of that. Two of the
0: greatest safeties, or two of the best safeties in the league. The be- or probably the best.
1: You can't just rank a sixth, three, sixth rank ranking ranking and pass defense on the secondary. It has a lot to do with the defensive line also, and how much pressure they put on.
0: Defensive but line and the linebackers.
1: We're giving up two hundred and four yards of passing a game, and that's nothing in today's football. That's a low. That's a very. It's a small amount, so. <clears throat> And the defense is. is the defense right across the board is playing at a level is playing football enough to where we are a playoff team. that can go deep defense is fine. Uh, when you're holding teams under 17 points every week, it's not about, it's not about, I'm not worried about the defense. I am. I'm worried about some penalties. We are dead last in penalty yards per game. 32nd in the league, right above Cleveland. We give up 85.2 yards a game and that's got to be handed. You got to bring that down.
0: And that's going to irritate Zimmer.
1: Eighty-five yards a game doesn't mean, it may not seem like a lot, but it is when you add them all up. It's, a it's lot
0: huge.
2: Of- it's a huge amount, especially when you look at when the penalties occur. How many times do we see a defensive penalty, extended drive, and then that drive ends up in a touchdown for the opposing team? It happened in Green Bay. It happened against the Bears, mm-hmm. uh, and it and it happened. I don't think the Giants got a touchdown, but they got a field goal. But I'd have to go back and check the a- tape.
1: <laughs> look at the tape.
2: Well, that's a good the tape point. The point it's is, it's not fun. good to be
1: last at anything, guys. I mean, no, on. it's not. It's not.
2: And and it's and the thing is, it's such. It's very uncharacteristic of a Mike Zimmer team, too,
0: mm-hmm. which is weird. So, I
1: think we've had like forty-six penalties already, or some. I don't know.
0: I mean, you know, good. and he gets frustrated with the the DPIs, obviously, but it's a lot of the other penalties that he finds unexcusable, jumping it's off not, sides. And,
1: it you adds know, up to one lost
0: Turnovers. I mean, come on. You clean up your game, Holdings. you got a better chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm figuring for Sunday, it's going to be a, an exciting, close, well fought game, and I do believe that it's going to be the Vikings fans that make the difference. Really? Yeah. I, if if they can get in Carson Wentz's head. It makes it a ton easier for that. On defense. a scale of one to
1: ten, ten being most confident. Come on, if they shut the run down, how confident you are if we can get it done through the air?
0: <laughs> it looks like he doesn't want to answer. <laughs> Six or seven. <laughs> it all depends that, if you know if Kirk Cousins has a good day. We have the weapons. You can't tell me that. Thielen, Diggs, Diggs (laughs) re-watching some of that tape and watching, you know, even throwing the ball to Thielen and Diggs is streaking down would have been a touchdown wide open, right? And you've got Irv and the uh, prerequisite throw to Rudolph and Dalvin Cook out of the backfield, you know, as a receiver is awesome. You get him in open space and he rocks, what he had 83 yards, I think it was last year or last week on passing alone. 86. He, 86. He's just, he's unbelievable.
1: Let me get a number from you guys so I can write it down for my uh, Sunday. Put it on. Put it up on my Sunday board. Uh, Philly, Philly's rush rushing yards allowed this season. They gave up 28 to the Redskins, 57 to the Falcons, 86 to the Lions. 77 to the team from Wisconsin and 67 to the Jets. How so, many do we do we
0: get? So the Lions are the most. At 86 yeah, Lion, and the Lions can beat
2: them. On them. Can uh go I'm over? gonna say Cook has Cook has 75 and the Vikings
1: have like 110 total.
0: Sounds good. I'll go with that.
1: Seventy-five and one
0: hundred and ten total. Yeah, you most of the rest will be Madison, and then um, Abdullah will get.
1: I think if we squeeze out a hundred and ten on these guys, we are in good shape. I, I think so too. I, I and it'll be
2: it'll be tough to get to a hundred, but Dalvin Cook is playing at a level that I, I think he he adds so much to the running game. I, I mean, Matt, and and not taking anything away from Madison or or Abdullah Oblongata, but but you know. <laughs> That's a, that's a Christopher Gates, by the way, uh, the purveyor of daily Norseman. The grand poobah. That, that's his. That's his original one. Um, but but Cook gets yards that other backs don't get, which is why I have why I have a feeling the Vikings will do better than the other teams the Eagles have faced this year.
1: Yeah, I think that's a lot to do with it. I mean, they, you could you could say they're number one in the run defense, but you have got to look at the teams they play. They haven't played a running attack like ours, so we'll have to. Yeah, I stand. I stand. I'll stand with 110. I'll go with that. I'll put some dollar on that amount. I'll bet down on that. <laughs> and
0: if Kirk Cousins has another good throwing day, you could add another 300 yards passing on top of that.
1: You, you know, I, I've been known to lay a bet or two. I like to bet now and then. You know me. Yeah. You
0: you a
2: wagering you a wagering fellow? Are you?
1: Every once in a while.
2: I uh, Cousins just has to have a good game. You know, you guys talked about it earlier. The Eagles' pass defense is just not that good. I, you you got to think, and they have some, some. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's hurt, and I think they got a couple of significant injuries on defense as well. Th- this is a game, if, if Kirk Cousins is going to start to end the narrative about him not beating good teams, it's got to start this weekend at home against Philadelphia, against a passing defense that is not very
1: good. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. With that, and I'm saying he will. Drew, have you got a special segment for Ted? Hey, Ted, how
1: about a little uh, trivia? Let's do it. Your record is 19 points set a couple weeks ago. Oh, do you guys want me to do the trivia now or when we re-record in an hour? That's up to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right
1: so now. So now. Dave, Dave's going, shut up about that shit. Oh, no, I'll
0: I'll stop recording and let you go through these and have to make up new questions. <laughs>
1: you have a possibility of twenty two points on this, so right. here we go. All right. In October of nineteen seventy six, the Vikings went into Veterans Stadium, that old stinky ass stadium in Philly, and one Vikings player set a record that stood for over thirty years in that game that we won. I think it was thirty one to twelve was the final. Who was the player and what record All did right. he set?
2: Uh, 76 I was in
0: 6th grade you're younger than
2: I am <laughs> Fran Parkington all time passing yards record
1: no sir that is a degatory. the answer is that's the day Chuck Foreman rushed for 200 yards in one game and that, oh. that record stood all the way until Adrian Peterson Adrian Peterson broke it against the Chargers okay number two We played the Eagles 28 times. I always do this question. How many of the Vikings won? And you have to get within two to get the correct point. Played them 28 times.
0: That includes playoffs. 17 wins.
1: Ah! 17 wins. 14. It's 14 to 14 all time. Is it really? Sunday will be the (laughs) tiebreaker.
0: It was 14 and 10 regular season with four losses in the playoffs. Did you look
1: it up? Yes, I did. Yeah, they've never beaten them in the playoffs. I, I didn't know that. I know they never beaten Philly in the playoffs. You know, if you come across a question you're not sure about, you can use Dave as your lifeline. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right. Preferably when he hasn't been drinking, because he ain't much of a lifeline when he's drunk.
0: <laughs> I'm not drunk yet, but I'm enjoying my beer.
1: Well, the sun's still up, David. We have, we have I great. know. <laughs> it's
0: still coming through the
1: window. <laughs> okay, number three. In 1985 in Philly, the Vikings were down 23 to nothing. They were down 23 to nothing with 8 minutes left in the game. All right.
0: 1985. 1985,
1: the greatest comeback in Viking history. It's one is it's, it that's what you know, one of the things it's known by. I was in the Remember that game? You guys remember that game? I don't. The Vikings scored 4 TDs in the last 8 minutes of the game to win the game 28 to 23. Who were the four people involved in the scoring plays? In eighty-five?
2: Man. I that's like the worst era for me for Vikings football because I never I never saw him play. You have to get four points. If you can just name off a
1: couple of the players, you can at least get a All couple right. points.
2: Uh Darren Nelson. No.
1: You get three Mulligan on this one. <laughs> Jake uh, Reed. Sammy White. Oh, no. Leo Lewis. That is incorrect. Wade Wilson was the quarterback that day. He hit uh, Anthony Carter on two long touchdowns. So Anthony Carter, Wade Wilson, Allen Rice also caught a seven-yard touchdown. Alan and Rice. the great the great Willie Teal had a 65-yard fumble return to win the Didn't game. Really? Damn. Wow. All right. He can't tackle Dorsett on a 99-yard play, though, but he fucking tried to tackle him by the neck. Sorry, Willie. Okay, number four, this is worth three points. In two thousand <laughs> in two thousand thirteen, ten days before Christmas, the Vikings laid a forty burger on Philly at the dome. It was forty eight to thirty, final. Wow, that's killer. Name the Vikings quarterback who accounted for all three TDs. That's the first part of the question. What year was it? 19 or 2013. Okay. Name the quarterback who accounted Uh, for TDs. That's first part of the question. Huh? Question ponder. No, Matt Castle. Second part of the question: There's a running back who ran 30 times that day for only 51 yards. That in itself should give you the answer. (laughs) Uh, Matt Asiata. (laughs) He had three touchdowns. (laughs) Yep. That's right. Matt Asiana. That's correct. And the last one is, who was the receiver that caught 11 passes that day for 163 yards and a touchdown?
2: Um,
0: Dave, I'm phoning a friend. <laughs> this was 2000 and what? 13. 13?
1: Yes. 2013. We won forty-eight to thirty, and this receiver went off. Burleson? No. No, oh, Burleson's out of the NFL by then. Greg Jennings. Who? Yeah,
2: the the famous Greg Jennings era.
1: Okay. Uh, Ted's only got a couple points so far. It's okay. not a good day to, for me trivia. No, it's always a good day, man. You know what? You got <laughs> the Stanley Cup photo with your grandson. You got no, that's true. That's true. The that's true. are up eighty-two to one right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta
1: put a seven spot up. It's 13 to eight. Totally kidding. Didn't it do real? that. I, didn't realize I was going to say, wow. One. I'm going to name you, because we always have to ask about the other team when we do this. You know, we always do. That's part of our right. little spiel. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, and you can use Dave still as a as little help on this one. Hey, he has been helped.
0: Philadelphia,
1: help Philadelphia NFL stuff here, and little names and whatever and you got to give me the answer to it you'll figure it out as we go it's really easy okay head coach who cried his eyes out all the time at the drop of a hat for real. correct tall ass lanky wide receiver from the 70s harold carmichael <laughs> <That's correct. laughs> running back number 31 From the 70s. Wilbert Montgomery. Oh, baby! Woo! Rolling (laughs) now. Dad decided to get, must have cracked a beer because he's rolling now. Polish Rifle. Ron Jaworski. Four for four on this one. Oh, yeah. Keep it going, bro. Okay. This guy in 1960 hit Frank Gifford so hard he couldn't taste for a month, and he never played football again. Chuck Bednarik. That is beautiful, man. Beautiful. (laughs) Excellent. I knew you'd get that one. I knew you would, because you're a football guy. Minister of Defense, Reggie White. Bam. Threw two hundred and sixteen touchdown passes for the Eagles.
0: Randall Cunningham.
1: Oh, that was Donovan
0: McNabb. Oh.
1: Mr. Throw it thrown
0: in the ground.
1: Twenty Hall of Famer.
2: Oh, uh, Brian Dawkins. Now,
1: excellent job, dude. Now, for the final one, you have to give me three head coaches in Eagles history, but they can't be named Andy Walrus Reed or Doug Peterson. Okay. Three. Uh, Dick Vermeil. Correct.
2: Rich type. Correct. The dude at UCLA, Chip Kelly.
1: That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. Absolute <laughs> a fucking waste of time that guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get another one. Sure. That- Let's do one more. No, I mean that on the coaches. I don't have any more. Is that all the – you can name three. Can you name any more? Um, the dude, he also
2: coached the Packers. Um, One of the first African-American head coaches. Ray Rhodes, I think. What that, is that, guy's is it.
1: that is right. Excellent. Um, Excellent job.
2: Co tight. I said uh, da, 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 da. – Trying to say – Oh, Buddy Ryan? Did I not Why did I not name
0: Buddy Ryan right away? Dude, you got five of um, them. He only catches touchdowns. Um I only have two more on my list. The other ones were all so old,
1: they were like we would have never known them.
0: World War II. Yeah, Philadelphia is one of the older teams the Um who's the coach? So it's it was
2: Peterson. Before Peterson, it was it was Chip Kelly. Yeah, there's um, there's, there's And then one. it was then it was Andy Reid was there forever, right? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh that's that's about the extent of my knowledge for
1: for the, the only Eagles other coach I have written down are Pat Shermer.
2: Pat Shermer was the Eagles head coach? Oh, he was the interim one after they after they canned uh was it Kelly?
1: Right. Right. It's exactly right. He coached one game after Kelly. And then the great Fred Bruni. Whoa. Oh, Fred Bruni. We all remember Fred Bruni. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get that one. Dude, you got got five of those. Five, six, seven, brings you to 11. 11 is still pretty good since you started out like shit. I'm going to give you a good (laughs) (laughs) one. You know what? You started out slow, but you came out with a fury, baby. Finished strong. You know when AP rushed for 296 against the Chargers? Remember that day? We all remember. 35 or 40 yards at halftime. Yeah, 40 yards at halftime.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: he just went off in the second half. So you and Adrian in the show, you did well. You had a good comeback. Excellent on the Chuck Bednarik, dude. That that's that's really good. Thank you. You're a good trivia guy, Ted. You're fun to do the trivia with. I like doing it. (laughs) All right. Nineteen's
0: your record. You didn't beat it today. Oh well, maybe always next week. Speaking of this week at US Bank, yes. Drew, what do you what do you think's gonna happen?
1: I put Final the number in the bunting machine, you know, the bunting computer, and it came out to be twenty one or twenty-one to sixteen Vikings. Those are what the numbers spit out of the computer. It's gonna be close, it's gonna be low scoring. That's how I see it. I consider twenty to twenty-one sixteen a low score. That's how I see it.
0: Vikings. Ted? Do you think the Vikings are going to come out with the win?
2: Uh, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I'm going to say
0: 23-20. I think the defense will do better than that. I, hopefully, they'll keep it under the Mendoza line magic number of 17 and that the Vikings do win. I will throw a score against it. If they win it hoping, 23- I hope yeah. Cousins goes off.
1: If it's 23 to 20, is that a touchdown to make it 23-20 or a 20-20 field goal by Bailey at the end?
0: Oh, let's talk about Bailey real quick before we close this puppy up. Kicking coach, I'm telling you. Huge difference. He is 90% so far this season. 90. What a difference from 75% last year. And there could be multiple things that cause it. One, Cole quit holding, right? Of course, two, my boy snapping. Three. <laughs> Jesus. So you think you're the snapper's responsible for it? Well, the snap, snapper's got to snap a good ball. Oh uh, my There's three people on <laughs> that process. And, of course, the oh. assistant consulting kicking coach. What Lord a difference from so far Bailey. this year has made for Bailey than last year and hopefully so, that continues. I
2: I would I would like to put a motion on the floor to change the name of the show to Good Morning Viking
0: Special Teams cuz that's <laughs> all we talk about. Hey, they're important. <laughs> Got to give them some love. You know? Hey with yeah. Treadwell yeah. back. Could we? That's where he's going to play. So, you know, hopefully they do better and give up no long runs. That that's been an Achilles heel so far of the Viking special team so far this season. That needs to stop. No long returns. So, we'll see. It's a, it's a it's a Viking game, you know. A lot of times they they have a good enough team not
1: to give the games away. They give them away, as what I see. So, come out of the gate. Don't stand around in the first quarter. Jump on the Eagles. Take them out of their game. And
0: uh, let the crowd roll get with loud them. and. Really effective. Yeah, you
1: know, they gotta they gotta improve a little bit on the red zone. When you're in these defensive games, you can't you know, I'm I'm pretty sure they're not happy about kicking four field goals. Mm-hmm. So no, gotta, I don't think so. They should you be. Get, you gotta get touchdowns when you're down there. And that's been our defense. Our defense is done doing the same thing to people. We're holding people to field goal attempts, which is fine by me. But
0: but we want to congratulate Dan Bailey on special teams player of the week for the NFL. That was amazing. We haven't seen that in a long time for our kicker. We appreciate that. Any, la- Any last words there, Drew?
1: Meow, meow, fucking
0: Ted? It's been uh, a great sports day.
2: Super Bowl homeboy. We'll see you in Miami.
0: <laughs>
2: Skull my
0: game! Hey, we're doing yeah, that. That's this game. Sunday, right? Oh, you betcha we're doing a raw show Sunday. Why wouldn't we? I don't know. I just want to make sure. Start drinking early.